So what's up, Max? Uh, oh, homeless and arrogant one. I just know how your Valentine's Day was yesterday. Absolutely zero. Zero, zero Valentine's for you. I know this is a fact. Don't try and act like somebody actually has interest in you of the opposite sex or I don't, you, whatever you prefer in life. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know how I win this argument. Like, Do you have to show pictures or something? I or still I think you're... Proof? Yeah, but you're re-virginizing plan is right on right on point dude by the time summer comes around and it's time to start racing again for you you'd be re-virginized by tenfold so you'd be all right yeah i've been kind of like during covid i've been kind of on it though like the re-virginizing thing because you can't have physical <laughs> contact with people so i've been sort of doing that by well, choice <laughs> by choice i'm sure Not by really, choice <laughs> anyway uh it's the day after valentine's day it's the day when all those flowers are probably getting probably ready to die and gonna be thrown out uh i did not get anything for my wife for valentine's day this is one holiday that i do not cater to uh she did get me something though that was nice oh, by the way, but, i did actually get a valentine's card i just got uh, it today okay, okay. I, from I mean, your mom it doesn't matter fun. no no from an actual female of Oof. the opposite sex whoa things are getting <laughs> heavier on her Whoa. Yeah. Oh, an actual so actually, female. Actually, you're actually wrong about it. I just got it today. It wasn't just. Oh, oh, you have a secret admirer. Oh, very good. <laughs> very good. Anyway, we're not, not here to talk true. about, we're not here to talk about Max's re-virginizing or the amount of money people spent on San Valentine's Day yesterday. I was so crazy. Like I, oh, I was nuts. We're here to talk about a race that almost happened this weekend, but didn't really happen. And a few other things that might have happened or might not have happened in RC. So with that said, Max, I say it's time to drop that intro. Nitro is the glory, but E-Buggy pays the bills. Welcome to the No Name RC Podcast. Get ready for some serious bench racing. But be warned, we speak our minds, express our thoughts, and sometimes things can get a little rowdy. Hate, and he just was influenced by the hate coming from the left, the hate coming from the right. And let's get back to more club racing and less of this money-grabbing book racing. Hard not to be said. arrogant when you're always right. Yeah. See what I mean? That's exactly why people call you arrogant, Max. You may not agree with everything we we say, but it's definitely worth a listen. And our pick, can you stop whatever you're doing? Join your host, Lefty the Great, with co-hosts and guests as they get together <laughs> to chat our city. Hey, after that race that I watched this morning, I have to talk about it. Here we go. 100 bucks right here. $100 throw. Oh, no! <laughs> I like this Yes, indeed. Nitro's the glory, but E-Buggy pays the bills. What's going on, everybody? This is episode number 169 of the No Name RC Podcast. I'm your host, Hina White, a.k.a. Lefty the Great. And to my left, my virtual left, is the guy who got a mystery Valentine's from a secret admirer who is of the is an friend. actual female of the opposite sex. It has been confirmed. 
that a person of the opposite sex, see the quotation, sir, have sent Max a Valentine's. We can confirm that. We can confirm that. Congratulations and welcome to the show, Homeless, Arrogant, and now I got a Valentine's on Valentine's Day, Max. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I'm, li- I'm like going to uni. Like, you can't avoid this, you know? Like, this is... Ooh, what? You can't avoid the plethora of women throwing themselves at your homeless... Your homeless look that you got going on there. Anyway, enough about your love life. (laughs) Enough about your love life. Uh, We have a podcast to record. Uh, What's up, Max? How are you? Uh, Happy. uh, Yeah, 169. You know who's going to be mad at me? Uh, Jay Smoker, because he was supposed to, he wanted to be on the episode 169. But I honestly don't really have much to talk to Smoker about. I'll see him around a few days. So uh, he'll probably be at some point involved in the podcast at dnc uh thank you to everybody uh for you know tuning in we were kind of we're late this week max was busy yesterday i was busy yesterday i had like real life i'll tell you my story when we get started uh but uh yeah thank you to all the patrons of the podcast we greatly appreciate your support uh we can't do without you guys shout out to the nnrc squad around the world we greatly appreciate you guys support as well uh if you guys wish to be a patron there's a written in this in the description there's a written there look in the written description there's a link for everything that we're about to talk about so uh thank you to the patrons of the podcast thank you to the nnrc squad around the world keep liking sharing sharing um sharing and subbing and you know disliking commenting on our on our videos the youtube's growing steadily but sure we'd like to thank you guys for all of that uh a big shout out and if you guys can please show our sponsors some loves because showing the sponsors some love shows the podcast on love invisiblespeed.net uh i was i missed a meeting for that the other day actually i believe uh i was recording so i missed it so check it out invisible speed the book and the online course tzo tires uh we'll meet up with those guys at dnc high tech rc if you want looking for the nnrc next week we'll be at the high tech tent which should be alongside the mayako tent uh that will be nnrc headquarters we will have you know come check us out we'll be recording from there we'll be doing stuff from there we'll have hats shirts uh and decals i don't know why i grabbed my shirt for a decal but we have that stuff for, we'll have that stuff for sale at the nnrc tent uh and if you have somebody there sorry the high tech tent which will be nnrc headquarters if you have somebody there and you you don't want uh you want to get some swag and you want them bring it back for you just shoot, shoot me a message and we'll work something out where they can Bring it back to you. Uh, shout out to TNR Fuels. I'll see those guys soon. Beach RC, Brent's on his way out there. Techno RC. Shout out to them. Get to see Matt and those guys. Got to have a good chat with them at the Nationals last year. Lugs Racing Tires. Hang out with Bryce and all the Lugs guys. Mayako. I'll be hanging out with those guys. JQSM as well. I'll be over there. Uh, G-Spec RC Tuning. I finally get to meet Geoff. Shout out to him. Papa Willie's Traction Tonic. Shout out to... Uh, scooter and his family for their continued support racecraft usa i guess i might get to the racecraft rager if i have time i'll be kind of busy and i'm wanting to go sleep clinic rc i'll meet up with uh tony and his wife uh vicky at race obviously i'll be seeing tebow jtp rc rcgp which is coming up in march house of rc that will be the base for all of our dnc coverage and of course my good buddy rc kevin and shout out to just yeah all the guys that support the podcast we greatly appreciate it uh before i go on i do have a few shout outs that i want to get off uh, i had some people write in 
shout out a few people uh, to the Southeast community, to Jeff Lumia. I believe he went and he's going into surgery as we're recording this, or maybe he went in yesterday. He's the, the barn new track in Georgia, I believe, that opened up. He's the race director there. And one of the barn, the guys who went to the barn, he asked me to give him a shout out. So I want to wish Jeff Lumia uh, uh, great success with his surgery. And I hope that we see him back at the tracker um, doing his RD skills. And, um, you have some good friends, dude. So get well soon. Uh, shout out to my buddy Vin Machada. I uh, met him and his sons at the Nationals. And he was like, hey, man. We got this young kid up here named Austin Lobb. I think that's how you say his name. And he's like on the spectrum of autism, but loves RC. And that's something I really want to touch on maybe at a later base, but uh, how this is a good sport for people with autism. I mean, you know, that can do this. I know another friend, his son has autism and it's starting to bring him out of his shell, RC. So he was just telling me that his sons have taken, uh, Aiden and Dylan have taken him under their wing coaching him, teaching him how to drive. He says he marshals every class he can all day long and is making good progress. He started with e-truggy and he just built a stadium truck for, for indoor racing. Uh, hopefully we can encourage more kids like him to enjoy and learn from the sport. And uh, Vin Menchada says, the last podcast was really good. Love my buddy Max going science mode on all, on all of us. So there you go. So shout out to Austin Lab and Vince Menchada and his sons Aiden and Dylan. Uh, they said, well, his one son looks just like Aiden Horn, seeing glasses, AE hat, everything. And uh, shout out to Austin Lobb, man. I hope uh, he, he does good in his racing and uh, keeps it up. And our condolences go out to the Florida RC community. Uh, Mr. Robert Diamond passed away this a couple of days ago. I do not know who he is, but uh, a lot of people have messaged me and said what a great guy he was. And um, I believe Lance has organized a benefit race where all proceeds go to his family. So our condolences to his family and the Florida RC community. And I got to say, happy birthday. It's it's a day early. But to my buddy, Axel Owen, good friend of mine. I've, I've, we've just chatted by Facebook, but I'll get to finally meet him at DNC. It's his birthday tomorrow, 16th. So happy birthday to him. All right, Max. Um, so real quick. Tell everybody what you've been up to, and uh, we'll go into some news and then talk about Montpellier. Ain't much news this week. Yeah, ain't much news. Um, I've been sort of just doing school and, uh, yeah, living living the university life a bit. But I have gotten sick, I think. <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah. I'm sick. You said so, definitely don't sound too sharp. Yeah, so that's a bit that's a bit of a bummer. But yeah, I've, been, I've been sort of... Uh, slowly getting prepped for the season mentally and uh also like like with re-virginizing <laughs> don't forget well, about re-virginizing yeah i need to i need to practice that one a bit more you, you've been practicing it just stop your noise stop 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 uh, yeah it's like full winter there in finland ain't nothing to do heard the yeah. dr is crazy it's like oh it's like full tourist season you know, Super Bowl was this past weekend. Congratulations to all the LA Rams fans. I kind of stopped watching football when Tampa got kicked out. Go Tampa. Um, <clears throat> so this this weekend was crazy. Her just tourists and just, dude, us. You know, I had to. So yesterday, we were supposed to record this yesterday, right? But I kind of was like, when I was about to go, go up to my office, I went to get my glasses and stuff. I was like, hold on, I'm missing a lens for my glasses. I need my glasses for my phone and for these screens and all that stuff. 
Couldn't find a fucking, couldn't find a lens. I'm like, what the hell? Thought my daughter might have, it, it comes out. Okay, I know my lenses and my glasses aren't supposed to come out, but you know, these ones do. It is probably they need a tune up. Couldn't find the lens. Had to go all the way, drive 40, 50 miles to to town where I got them from. Order new ones. This time I ordered some anti-reflection crystal, you know, lenses so I can use the computer and all that type of stuff. Fine, you know, then I have to go back today to get them or tomorrow. All this type of stuff. Then I'm, you know, you know, on the back on the toilet having my morning movement this morning. And guess what I find? The lens for the freaking for the freaking thing right next to the book that I was reading while I do my my thing in the morning. But I needed the anti-reflection lenses. This is what happens when you get old, Max. This is what happens when you get old and you have so you know so much stuff going through my brain some days and when you have a daughter like mine, you forget things. But it worked out. I do need to get the anti-reflection lenses, but it's not good because I'm leaving on Thursday to go to America. So it's like rushing around and doing all this type of stuff and yeah, but anyway, I'll be in, um, yeah, that was stupid in it. I should have looked harder in the bathroom and I would have found my lenses, but yeah. I needed the anti-reflection yeah. lenses and I needed, yeah. I needed to get the lenses set and they're better. So it, it works out. Uh, yeah. So Thursday I'm out of her. I got to California. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like we're going to Santa Barbara this weekend. Unfortunately, I'm upset about that. I yeah, think I it's just easier place. to stay at Rev. Yeah. I wish it was a bit closer to LA. So like you wouldn't have such a distance, uh, but yeah, it's, it's amazing. Like the track, I know the weather yeah. there is like pretty darn good. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. It's oh, it's perfect. perfect. It's perfect. I'm looking forward to it. Like track pants and hoodie weather, hoodie in the yeah. evening, track pants during the day. Yeah. Good. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I am ready. All right. Well, you know what, Max, um, Let's get into some news real quick. So our news is brought to you by High Tech RC and High Tech is excited to introduce their latest and their latest in their DB series of brushless servers. This is their low profile servo aimed at 10 scale uh, two wheel drive buggy and four wheel drive called the DB778WP. It's manufactured with our high technology industrial servo innovation. The app, the, the D78, deep, DB78 design and premium quality construction was built for demanding commercial applications, yet its superior torque, torque makes it perfect for hobby use for one-tenth scale two-wheel drive and four-wheel drive off-road buggies and touring cars. It's got the same efficient brushless motors, and it has an IP67 rated waterproof case if you need it for the crawler guys, want to take it, or boat guys as well. And uh, don't forget, we have the high-tech two-year two year warranty. So if anything goes wrong with the servo, you can send it in and they will replace it with, uh, you know, a new servo, I believe. So check it out. It's their new servo. It's all the dimensions. Uh, I mean, all the specs for it. Uh, it's pretty powerful. I mean, it's got a, it's up to 283 ounces of torque at 8.4 volts, which is way more than enough for, I mean, well, you 7.4 or whatever and it just that's way more than enough for 10 scale so check them out at high tech rc rc www.hightechrc where to buy to find your nearest retailer and thank you to high tech rc for all their support and their support is of the podcast all right not much not much action going on in news today two things i saw that i wanted to talk to you about max were 
um, I saw that Thomas Musa was running a carbon, a 3D printed front wing on his car this this weekend. I've never yeah. seen that before. That's a, I think that's a seismic thing. I'm not sure, but a lot of Frenchies do that. Uh, really? Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I don't really know why they do it because I, I think Lexan would be a lot easier. Uh, that's actually a bit cool. stronger. That, that one I've seen. Uh, right. That one I, I did see this. So, uh, uh, so this is cool because like the HP, yeah. the box is a bit, well, not good. Yeah, this <laughs> is for I, the like e-buggy. It looks like uh, JNT yeah. Barons have made this. It's the um, hold on, let me JNT's HE E819 receiver box designed to eliminate the original receiver box and help with a cleaner layout, eliminate the need for extension wires, blah, 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 blah. Hardware not included. I thought this is a good idea. I like this. This is like yeah. my favorite thing on the news I saw this week. You know, look how easy it would be better if you could see a transponder number right here, I guess. I will put you my can. transponder here. No, that's just my lap. Oh, well, I got you my lap. It just says my lap, sir. Oh, it's, but, yeah, okay, so it's the wrong way around. Yeah, yeah. But I, I did not find any other news that I was really worried about talking about besides those two things this weekend. <laughs> okay, so that's the news. <laughs> a 3D printed front wing and uh, radio. Yeah, that's the only things that caught my eye this weekend. Because, I mean, we have this race yeah. that we're going to talk about real quick. Or almost race, because it wasn't really a race. It was a race, but it really wasn't a race. But they uh, got to racing a bit, but it, it was unfortunately not not as much as we wanted it wanted it to be. Yeah, you know. So, with that said, um, I think that's all the RC news we got for this week. We're just gonna go right into the Montpellier. Yeah. I think GP. I think everyone's like getting prepared for DNC. Like every team is saving like part. They're gonna yes. make those big releases at DNC. I know. Yes. I'm pretty sure A is gonna have a new stuff. TLR will probably release their new buggy. So. There's gonna be a lot of stuff at DNC. I forgot about that too. So there's gonna be a lot yeah. of new stuff coming out. Well, with that said, let's get into our Montpellier almost GP race recap. Brought to you by TNR Fuels, because here at the NNRC, we're all about that glory, and that glory is nitro. TNR Fuels is the hottest nitro fuel in the market, owned and operated by Chris Nelson and his family. Made by racers for racers. TNR Fuels is currently available throughout the USA and internationally i don't know if he's got it in europe yet for more information to support the company you can check them out at www.tnrfuels.com or hit up chris directly at chris at tnrfuels.com or contact them on house of rc or facebook thank you to chris and his family i look forward to seeing those guys this weekend uh sorry well next weekend i might see them this weekend as well and uh i can't i'm getting excited to go to california dude i've just got to say that i gotta say that i'm getting excited i haven't said that so i can't wait and i appreciate their support of the podcast so max before we all you know dnc and all the stuff's coming up we was excited about this race at montpellier this weekend and i'm sorry but i'm super disappointed that we did not get to see i think it's a 45 minute final or one hour final that they do usually, they usually do actually an hour so it would have right. been an hour final too I, I feel so robbed. I feel so like, what the fuck? Like, I just like, I just wish they had yeah. a, a rain day or something or like, I don't know. Like, oh, like I was so look like, it's like, all right, we finally got things going. The coverage is pretty decent. I can track it with my phone. We could do all this type of stuff. And then the fucking rain come and then they call the race. I'm like, this is Europe. You're not supposed to call it in the rain. You're supposed to still be able to race. Anyway, uh, 
we're talking about the Montpellier GP that happened this past weekend. Unfortunately, the the A final was um, rained out, so we didn't get to see the one hour A final. We have to talk about how the results were met, were you know delivered out to people. Yeah. Uh, but let's start off with just okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. We you talked to RC Mag about doing this with them, and they said there was gonna be no live coverage. Yeah. Of the race, and then they had live coverage. So I'm a little either. Either they didn't want us to be a part of it or we lit a fire under their ass so that they had live coverage. Yeah, I think, I think, I think because he said the guy who usually does it is not going to be there uh, and there's not going to be a live. So maybe they were like last minute, like, hey, we need some live because let's, let's be honest, like the live quality was quite quite horrendous. And if you compare it to the past few years, which it has been on par with any of that, like, I'd rank it uh, just as good as RC Racing TV, just they speak French, mm-hmm. uh, which they have had in the past years. So, yeah, obviously they like they didn't have what it's supposed to be. So I'm pretty sure they just put something together last minute and it wasn't that good. But that was sort of the first thing I, I was a bit annoyed by. Yeah, I was super annoyed by that. And then I was like, well, it didn't. It didn't I was like, well, it's got live feed. I'm like, I know. But they told us no, then it wasn't. So we kind of, yeah. we had like this whole... This whole weekend planned out. It actually worked out for the best because we would have planned out all this weekend for no, no final. It would have been so yeah. disappointing. Uh, but yeah, I was a, I was just like, uh. and then like like circus goes there. Like circus, like I told you, like I told you this morning, circus. I was enjoying our website this morning. And I was looking at under the hoods for different racers and just going yeah. through some of the pictures and all that stuff that he does good at. And I know he tried to do some lives too, but that's not his thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's not his thing. I understand that, but man, I was, you know, I I'm gonna get this right off, right out of the fuck, right out, right out, right off the fucking, right off the bat. Her, I'm super disappointed in the coverage. I, you know, we big up the European races to being so much better, and then this this flopped like on that on that whole thing. It got good near the end. Don't get me wrong. We had an overlay, you know, all that type of stuff. But you know, it was. It, it just uh, by the time things got figured out you know there's a lot of confusion with the schedule there's a lot of fusion confusion with the free practice all that type of stuff so uh, max has got a sneeze so for me it was utter confusion and i didn't figure it out to probably saturday <laughs> you know what i mean yeah well for me i know like my rcm so i wasn't that confused but right. i mean i think i think the way the the, the format they chose to run seem to Weird. not work out because they they ran they ran an open the free practice and then they run cultural mm-hmm. practice and then they ended up with a free practice so i don't really understand why they would do it like this Me neither. because now everyone posted like you i don't know if circus posted but a lot of i posted it posted, S-Works posted, posted like it. The, yeah like the last round as the deciding route even though it was just a free practice so yeah that was like I got... friday very ridiculous and then on saturday the timing just cut out completely. Like they didn't just have a timing at some point online. I know so that was that was another thing. I, and then like there's so much stuff that went wrong. You uh, couldn't tell because thing. you couldn't tell from the video either. So I I turned on the video. I'm like, oh, we have video. Oh, yeah. this is Q two. And then Tyler looks like, dude, this Q three. What are you talking about? Like, you know what I mean? And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I'm just getting off scoring. It's like, no, look, look, Boots has already done it. They already had this third qualifier or the, on the third or going to the third qualifier. I, like, that, I mean, I remember when 
this was sort of the case at uh, Bogiland as well last year. Like mm-hmm. IBC was pretty good. IBC was actually great. In force, he was there. They they used my yeah, yeah it was great. Actually work, but like Bogiland, a lot of these other other races that has been during COVID in Europe. Like I gotta be honest, like like something needs to change now because yeah. Europe. Like I remember, like 2019, like probably 2018 was the best. Neo was still on. Uh, you had all these big races around Europe. Uh, RC Racing TV, we had Euros, everything. Uh, obviously, hopefully, that'll be the case this year as well. But right now, like, since, like, COVID, like, even, like, the EOS series and ETS, like, the quality of the content has gone down. And it obviously has to do with uh, Neobuggy and the Red RC stepping down, mm-hmm. which were the, sort of the number one sources of media in RC period, but uh, especially in Europe. Because Live mm-hmm. RC is still doing what they do in America. Uh, their sort of media content has never been on par with like Neo Buggy or something like that. But they still do it. That still exists. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Europe, like, yeah, Circus RC does a good job. But it's, it's mostly for the French audience. Uh, same with Info RC does a great job for the Spanish audience. And there are like smaller news sites. But there isn't one sort of hub of information anymore, which Neo Buggy used to be. Like Phil would like Phil would have tens of thousands of people reading the site, like because that was the source of news in RC in general, in eight scale especially. So that's sort of now missing. We don't have proper live coverage of a lot of these races. We don't have mm-hmm. sort of this round round by round coverage, which we usually have. And that's something like I, I excused it a bit at Vogiland because I was like, okay, so like maybe like he wanted circus to be there he didn't have anyone else to do it and like that was sort of the race got rained out and all that stuff so i was like okay but this race none of that there was none of that so like i'm i i'm not saying like uh like european sort of media is like dead or like like we don't we won't be it needs some help teams of races but something needs to change this is like if it keeps like this uh, yeah, this shit is not acceptable. Uh, <laughs> oh, great. Really. So we agree on that. So we're good with that. We agree with that. Okay. So that's out of the way. We were not happy with the coverage of this. Um, you know, I did a little I did a little blog to catch everybody up on Saturday, which I thought was all right. You know, and I was just because after everybody kind of got on me Friday about having the wrong thing up and not no idea what was going on. Even, even the people that I was talking to at the race weren't too sure. So we got yeah. that confusion of, Friday out of the way. We didn't know what was happening in practice. Boom, boom, boom. Like, yeah. Like, let's just get over practice day. Yeah. Period. Let's go right to qualifying day, which was the best day of racing for me, which was uh, yeah. which I missed a good bit of because, you know, it's they started so early, but I guess they were starting early to miss the rain that they didn't miss. So um, qualifying, man, right off the bat, like, Juan Carlos Canas, untouchable. The only person to touch him that out of those three rounds is the most, the biggest surprise for me of the whole weekend, oh, Marco yeah. Barufalo. That's one yeah. of the guys who I was talking to who got me is like, oh no, man, I'm supposed to be in third or whatever. And I was like, oh, sorry. Like, I didn't know. Biggest surprise yeah. for me this weekend, how fast yeah, that I got. Think, I think when me and you spoke about it after he had TQ'd, I sort of said like, I wonder if he's just that good or if the Americans need to step up a bit. Because yeah. like, or maybe like, his wild honest, style like, is good for it too. Maybe, but yeah, 
either like he might be doing something completely different setup wise to the car maybe which which could be something like he 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 prefers but yeah come on like this dude like yeah never seen a techno go this fast in europe so this is no this is no pretty crazy no. to see i like to see another track as well because this track doesn't really require that much corner speed it's mm-hmm. more technical so you kind of you can sort of swing the car around and be punched so perhaps that is and he had he's running seismic tires obviously which are great yes. on this track so perhaps the combination of all that is enough to sort of ha- he was level. fast dude but he, yeah like he was a fast fast not like he uh let's see q1 he was, he was q1 he was, like was his worst third, one third. q1 was his, his his worst one then he 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 comes back and gets a second in q2 and then no he tq'd q2. no tq q2 and then comes back and gets a second on on the third tq third like round, yeah third round sorry oh man so that's, he's that's, surpri- that's no joke like it's like against Longaro, berton yeah uh, a lot of these guys like like that's that's no joke dude yeah i would say i would say in my honest opinion he's the only one that deserves to be on that podium that we have right now in my uh, uh i mean if you looked at ongaro driving a semi that was just beautiful dude was just drifting it was around. it was I we'll talk about smiling. that yeah i was it was great to see him but it was it was yeah but um qualifying went bad for a lot of people um so overall qualifying we have one carlos canas first ruffalo second ricardo Breton, very good race for him going had a very good race going for him elliot boots fourth who is theo lemaire i asked okay, you this so young I did, french i I did a little, uh, a little bit of sort of investigative journalism. So I pretty much looked at his Facebook. So he's a French driver who used to drive for TLR in the past, switched to HB, uh, well, seismic backed HB in, in sort of, uh, I, I believe it was end of 2019. So just pre COVID, uh, since then he has been getting like during that 2020 year, he got pretty down fast. So he, I don't know if he lives in a Reims area, but he, at least on his Facebook, he races quite a bit there. He, he races a lot with the Sartels. Um, and so he has some decent competition all the time. He has previously been like on par with like Ronafog on qualifiers and stuff. He seems to do really well on qualifiers, but the mains he seems to struggle on looking at results he had. So maybe just uh, needs a bit more experience, sort of maturity in driving. But yeah, crazy fast results. Like he's been, he's been like TQing rounds even sometimes fourth uh, in french nationals last year in the series so that's a good result like he's beaten like i believe it was tom robin reno savoya and jerome uh, Iguan in front of him so all of the rest of the frenchies was behind him which is great for this guy uh someone said he was 17. he's the top french guy top, top french guy yeah, after, qualifying. Yeah, after, after yeah after qualifying at this race he was top French guy. I read his Facebook post after the race and he, he said himself he was a bit surprised. Uh, Very surprised. I was be, surprised. Yeah. Well, we, yeah. we expect that at this race. We expect one serious dark horse. Oh, oh yeah. One yeah, local do, guy to kind do of, that. But still, like, I, I, he, he finished in the B main at Buggyland. That was the only race abroad I could find of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, he, this guy definitely is a bit of an unknown, but like results like this, if we can keep it up. Wow like <laughs> that's crazy mm-hmm. and six kind of a lackluster qualifying for him he had a second in the first yeah. round and then like two sevens so it's like eh. 
But we've seen yeah. him be like this, off in qualifying and be then come is, fast in the main. This is also one thing. Yeah, that's a great, great point that he a lot of times can just miss qualifying completely and then just dominate in the main. But also, like John Skidmore uh, posted on Facebook that like the warm up mm. thing, like is 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 pretty pretty annoying. Like mm. this race had a warm up two weeks ago. This track is very specific tire wise, very specific setup wise. It's it's not it's not like a regular European track where you just get right. into. It's very technical. You have to drive very precise. You have to know what you're doing. So I can I can like. I agree with him. Up, you can so. see where the people that didn't have the warm up practice yeah. were bad. Um, we're gonna get into that, but uh, like all these people went to the warm up. I'm pretty sure. I think Boots went to Ongaro, the warm. Ongaro didn't. So Ongaro is the only driver. He did it in the top ten who okay. didn't go to the warm up. Really, I didn't realize that. So every, every other driver, and actually, let's say so. So if he had went to the warm up, he probably would have been TQ. Probably, but in top 15, yeah. there's three drivers who weren't at the warm up. So that's uh, Lee Martin, Berkan Kilic, and Ongaro. Yeah. So, and then right after that, you got Johnny Skidmore and yeah. uh, uh, like Monte Skidmore. Ongaro. There's other Skidmores. I don't think the Baldur's went no, either. There's two of them. <laughs> William Skidmore and Johnny Skidmore. Sorry. <laughs> Bull Rock weighed on in 23rd. And a yeah, lot of he, these guys just didn't go to the warm up. Yeah. Yeah, and, and but I'm a bit surprised to see Burak that far down, and also like he didn't bump for the quarter, so he was in the quarter and didn't bump, whereas Berkan straight to the semis and uh, bumped to the main, and reading his Facebook post, he said he had more speed, which obviously I mean everyone says, but I take him at his word there. I think I think he has been looking good recently, so I don't know if this is just an off race with Burak because he ha he has had this in the past. He has had races mm -hmm. where he's a bit off the pace and then next race he's dominating so maybe this is just an off race for him Berkan is more consistent than Burak for sure well I think Berkan gives less fucks and that in turn <laughs> you know he was on her and I talked to him I was talking to him while he was there and he was he was you know he was telling me what's going on I think he just kind of don't care as much you know yeah. as maybe as Burak and um that probably helps him out a lot with uh we just put on a little bit of the rain swept finals by the way this is not our this is all from rc mag during our live yesterday you can see that on sunday it was raining we're going to talk about that maybe i should go get some qualifying from um yeah that's what i'll do i'll go get some dry yeah, qualifying but yeah just just in general i think uh i think the track itself looked good the race itself was sort of looked all right but just like like it doesn't like two people away from that event it doesn't look good and i think that sort of hinders a lot of these big events because we don't have neo anymore we haven't had a bt contest in a few years so we are in europe we actually lack these big uh races so mm -hmm. there, there's a situation where drivers like ron and ongaro actually have to go to america to race uh, like on a competitive level because all of these sort of racers race at their own country like Ongara races almost every weekend in Italy same with Barrufolo and Berton and Polito these guys they race with each other in Italy Batia and Canas race with each other UK races with each other but these big events that sort of everyone from Europe comes together those are slimming down and it's very important to keep sort of the prestige of this event alive and mm -hmm. that is in my
mean, a lot of it is sort of the media appearance and the out, like the how it looks to out to the outside. Obviously, some like the event itself matters. Like the BT contest is very famous for it being very chilled down and a nice event to go to. But for people who are not yet going to the event, they have to see something before they are like, "Hey, I, I I'll, I'll buy tickets next year. I can actually go." Yeah, so, I agree with you there. Um, <clears throat> I told you after this that Europe needs another indoor race like Neo. You know, like a one-off place where they do a race and uh, yeah. and people, more international people come. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I, we, we I are lacking these big that. races in Europe. I mean, yeah. if you think about it, it used to be, it seems like it was a lot more, yeah. but now we have the Euros, we have this. And and uh, I think what other big race, like uh, Buggy Land, maybe IBC seems yeah, to get a so, good bit of people. Yeah, the IBC is a rather new event, but there was like BT Contest, Neo Buggy, Italian Job, uh, Buggy Land. Uh, um, yeah, there was probably, I'm missing a few probably, but there was there mm -hmm. were events where it was actually like the top guys, like at, at that time, those events were sort of thriving. It was mm -hmm. like uh, Ronnie Falk and Batia and, and perhaps Sangatine also was there on the Italian yes. event. Sangatine had a good qualifying, eighth as well i have to yeah i have to give in a little a little mayaku plug uh yeah. i think very I think good for him he he sort of struggled a bit from the rain for sure mm -hmm. like qualifying straight well, we'll, we'll semi, talk about yeah. the we'll talk about the mains and i just okay. wanted to go through a few more rhino savoya down in 12. i was shocked to see him down there uh maybe i think that comes down to tires i'm pretty sure oh yeah he had to run aka yeah yannick igon french legend in 11th uh Majube looked fast at times but still in a, yeah. a 13th like I said uh Johnny Skidmore Remy Bermudez was another person that did, done pretty well as well yeah so William he's, uh, Skidmore he's a, yeah Bull Rock Jordan Lott was another guy who I saw a name a lot but Bruno Coelho would not be happy with a 26 qualifier even though I know he doesn't have any experience on this race but you can see like the guys who didn't have any like we said earlier no warm-up experience yeah. they qualify quite bad a lot of jamie clancy down in 35th like we, we usually these guys are way up higher on on the totem pole so obviously we, I, I have to say that before we go on to anything else is our warm-up races needed anymore or are they just an unfair advantage i think it's definitely an unfair advantage on a track like this that doesn't yeah. change at all from two weeks ago at all it's probably exactly the same you know and you're gonna learn it, actually, you know all the tricks. I don't actually mind if there's a warm-up race and only the locals attend it. Yeah, because, so you're okay with the locals attending it, but not uh yeah, not because the locals like pro can guys. practice on the track. Like the locals can practice on the track right. anyway. So mm -hmm. for the race organizers and everything, it's it's nice to have sort of a pre-event, get the people together, know who you're working with if you have new guys on the on the race director team. So I think that's something nice to do. And you can sort of collect a little bit of money for the club so you can buy stuff mm -hmm. for the event itself. So I, I think that's that's nice. I think that's okay. But when it comes to like Montpellier where this, like like if, if I, like top 15, all, like most of them not even French were at this this event. Like three from top right. 15 watching right. at the warm-up. So that's, that's like over 10 people flying over or driving over hundreds of kilometers to this event just for this event warm-up mm -hmm. 
So I get what you mean. That is, in my opinion, like it's it's money spent to not not that could have went to another event. To be yeah. honest. So instead of doing that, why not save that money? Go to probably DNC. Canas isn't going to DNC, but he went to the warm-up of this race. Yeah, granted, he would have probably won if it stayed dry and he TQ'd the event and all that. But I mean, he probably would have been very up high without the sort of uh without the warm-up event. Mm-hmm. So it's to me, this is just uh okay, for the race organized, they probably get more money getting uh people from abroad, which is nice for them. But I think for sort of the, like, if you want to actually do good at this race, it's almost almost like you have to do the warm-up. Mm-hmm. Ongaro ended up winning, so yeah, I don't want to hear none of that. But without the rain, probably wouldn't have won. Yeah, it, it, we gotta we gotta talk about this. We gotta talk about Sunday because we we're talking about this, we're talking about that, and people who are just tuning in don't even know what happened Sunday. So. Uh, but with warm up racing going on, you know, I did, I too saw Skidmore, Johnny, the, the father talking about warm up races and I get it. Like the money it costs to go to this race twice is yeah. expensive and you put you yeah. on the back foot right off the bat. So maybe there needs to be some rules or something set up there, you know, so just locals only. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think there should be rules, but I think just people in but, general should sort of have the idea of, Hey, let's not go to the warm up race. Let's just go to the actual race. Yeah, but I then think, if there's no rules, then there's no, there's no. Yeah, but I mean, if if people in general, people want to win, dude. People want to win. Like, hey, if, if they know that yeah, going to the warm up race is gonna have them, let them win, and they can go do it. They're gonna do it. It's called racing. Yeah, but I, I think I so. Think, it's I think teams should sort of team managers should be like, hey, we're not gonna send our guys. We're gonna save money for this other race, and everyone should just like work together on this. Like, hey, let's actually have a fair competition for all and see who's best. And not everyone sort of try to stab each other in the back and having like yeah that's that's not gonna happen. No this is racing, value. not gonna happen. This is racing. Yeah, but racing. I mean, if, I mean, it, it was fair. You know what? At the end of the day, everybody was able to. Everybody the the warm up was in. Everybody was able to attend. If you couldn't attend, that's not their fault. I, that's what they no, would say. No, but they're spending money for no value. I agree. Like, I agree. Well, obviously, yeah. it was some value because they done well. Well, not really, because Ongara ended up winning. <laughs> yeah, but that was the different circumstance. Different circumstance. All right. Yeah. That's enough about qualifying. Here you, like, here you see that, like, Kanas and his team probably spent thousands of money because they went to the warm-up. Now they went to this race, and they practiced there after the event. So they, they probably spent thousands of money. Instead, they could have probably been half of that, and they would have this, probably the same result. So yeah, then they could have had a Kanas and... A um, you're taking a big risk on this one event and you're spending money for nothing. But if all these guys went to all the events around Europe in different places and sort of part, like all these other events would be popular as well, then we would have a lot of thriving events with a lot of top drivers and more chances for each to prove themselves. Right. And and also if they wouldn't have went to the warm-up race, Kanas and these guys could have come to, to DNC. Yeah, and that would have been great. Like, yeah, but oh, on the I did hear Badier is going. He did post that he's going to be there, so that's yeah. good. Yeah, so right. Badier and perhaps Ongaro, but I'm sure. Yeah. Yes, Ongaro's going. I saw today yeah. he's so, practicing yeah. under okay. the lights for practicing under the lights for DNC. He said, "Okay, nice. um, he's, he's he's practicing like Tebow. You know, Tebow used to practice with a short course for the Finnish uh, worlds because it was so windy in Finland." So he wanted to sort of get the feel of the, how the car jumps. So he, he really? practiced a bit with short courses. 
Yeah, that's I what I heard. That. Yeah. Oh, so Tebow, Tebow is actually one of the most sort of what I've heard. So this is hearsay, but like what I've heard, he's one of the guys who actually preps to the world's like like a maniac. <laughs> Probably, maybe. I can see that. All right. So Sunday rolls around. And if you guys don't know, they did have some lower finals on, on Saturday. This is Ifmar style. So it's not ladder style. You have all, well, I don't, they call them A and B mains or odd and even. So you would have, <clears throat> how does it go? Basically your A group is the faster group, right? Yeah. So if you're first, you're right. A, you're second, you're mm-hmm. B, third, A, and so on. Right. So, so you, it's split even up like odd, that. But it's just A and B. Right. And then everybody has to race in, even though Kanas was TQ, he still has yeah. to race in. And <clears throat> what I like about this race is that they have LCQs too. So I was really looking forward to that. And they knew it was going to rain on Sunday too. So everybody's like, oh, I don't even think we're going to race. I think it's going to rain all day. So they did get up to the semifinals. Uh, let's go, Max. You take over while I find the the rain, rainy semifinals from. Um, yeah. So. Pretty much like they were just running like the track is oiled, so the rain is not going to soak in. They, they were sort of like sweeping it to the side, just the water. So people could run uh, while it was raining. And yeah, I mean, it was fine up until the semis. And then they just said, OK, let's call it quits. I don't know if it started raining more. No, I got it really wet, wet, like right about yeah. her. Look, this is uh... so this it's is weird because the B semi was a lot faster. So I don't know what it was like, because like, did it start raining after the BSMI or, or what happened? Well, this is the, you, you, gotta, I, you gotta find, you gotta, you gotta find the spot where Ongaris is drifting around. This kid was having fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, all right. So this is, yeah, that's the B we started to be. No, this is not the A group, aren't they? No, Ongara was in the B. What are they doing? Just practice laps now? This could be all this practice. R- no, this is, is this yeah, practice? Semi-practice. I mean, they have semi-practice as well. You had, the, be you great. had the final on there before. No, no. Okay. This is the semi-final. This is semi-final. Okay. Yeah, but. Let's see if we can find. Oh, do, is this on Garo? No. We'll find it. But, uh, so yeah, both semi. Oh, wow. Both semis were run in these type of conditions. It was wet. Uh, it was muddy, but not too muddy. You know, with the oil, it saves that line, but it makes it very slippery. Yeah. But it made, man, it it was like watching Ongaro just drift around this was pretty badass, I have to admit. Yeah. It was yeah, so cool would, watching him. I, if I'd you like can find it. Again, but it was crazy. So I can't tell now. which one's his car now because yeah, that's Butterfly in there. You can see the way he steers it. That's Butterfly. Oh, dude, guys were drifting like right up through all that hole. Yeah, like we need to find it. But yeah, I was excited. Let's keep looking, I think they're filming at times. So. It will. Yeah, be. yeah. But I think I think this itself wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. What I didn't understand was what they did is. The B semi was a lot faster, so the track dried up. There was a groove. The tire—I don't know. Some people said like they knew what tires worked, mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. So the B semi was a lot faster, and uh, what ended up happening was like that. Like if you just took the times, it would have been like the B semi would be top six, and the A semi would be the bottom six in the in the final results. So that that was sort of that would have be wouldn't have been fair. 
So in F rules, there is a thing like if the conditions within the semis are set like different. So the conditions mm -hmm. are too different where you can't compare the times, then you will arrange the cars in order of A, B, A, B. Sort of like you, you're first in A, you start first, you're first in B, you start second. So this is sort of how it, at least we've done it in Finland since forever. If the semis don't match, we just do this. Uh, and uh, what happened here is instead of doing that, which is the normal system, at least for me, I don't know if French have a, a specific system for this. What they did is they took the time from the winner of B and the time of winner of A. And because the B final was so, so much, like the B semi was so much faster, obviously the B guys won always like the comparison between well if you, if you went by just if you went by results this whole it was like seven guys from this that would have beat everybody in the yeah 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 yeah. so i mean you in this you couldn't you couldn't go based on the results mm -hmm. so they ended up going like so a first b second or sort of splitting so if you're first in a you're mm -hmm. guaranteed to be first or second but i don't understand if they determine the results aren't comparable they still compared the results between the winner of A and winner of B. And sort of that, that sort of decided the results between two, those two drivers. So if we went to the system we have used in Finland, which I'm pretty sure I haven't checked the rule book. I should have probably done it before the podcast, but this pretty much will be always done in Finland. So if the times aren't comparable, A always goes first. So if you win the A, you always start on pole. And if you win the B, you always start on second. And if they would have done that, which in my opinion would have been the first option, it would be actually Igon who would have won. Uh, now Ongara won because they took the times that they already made the decisions that aren't comparable and then compared Ongara's time to Igon's time. Ongara's time was better, so he won. Mm. So that's like, to right. me, it's unfair. To me, this is a, a complete sort of shit show. I don't know if French have a specific rule for this. If they do, then okay. But to me, this seems silly. Uh, yeah, I definitely don't like the way they did the results. I'm I'm so confused that it's still I don't understand it. Yeah, so, well, I just explained it. So he, yeah, and I'm still confused. Gonna, yeah. So anyway, yeah, they had to. So just so people can, so people know, the A final, which was like Yannick and um, was like Yannick, Juan Carlos, Conas, and the Skidmores, I believe. Whatever, right? Um, Let's see if we can. Skid Skidmore was in the B, so it was okay. Marlboro, Skidmore, Coelho, Merkan, Pariente, Savoya. Those were in the B. So pretty much because the times weren't comparable and the B was so much faster, instead of it would be going sort of how I believe the rule book is, is A first, B second. Now with B first, A second. So I don't know why they did it. Uh, I maybe someone wanted Ongara to win. Maybe French have different rules for this. I don't know. I probably should have checked, but. To me, it's silly either way. Uh, at least that's what it feels like. Yeah, so all these guys, like all the guys who ran in the B-Man, they basically got to run second. So they got to yeah. see what these guys got. And I think uh, I heard like, so some people saying that they were using like slide locks, M4s, yeah. lines, and all this type of stuff. So they got to go out on a different time or just faster, period, by far, like even by like one lap at some point. Like I think, you know, it's, but it just seems kind of unfair for me, I think because we didn't get to see an LCQ. Now, if we would have seen the LCQ, then I think we could have said, all right, here's the final arrangement from first to finish. And then Angaro probably would have won. Angaro would have won anyway. You know what I mean? 
And then Yannick well, was well, like, I don't, I don't think the LCQ would have changed anything. I think that it, well, we I think it could have cemented. It could have cemented the fact that we had a ranking order from there on to the beginning. No, no, but you know what the, I mean. Sort of everyone, everyone had run a main final after the semi. So after you, they had could have done, done that, that too. Yeah, yeah. So like that's what they did. So this is based on the semis. So after you completed the semis, you can determine final results. That's just the FR rules. Yeah, I so just the, uh, LCQ isn't part of the so that's sort of an extra final. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I get like I just kind of it's still I'm still confused. I guess the SRX guys are kind of <laughs> like I guess the SRX guys feel like they're done because they got done hard. They should have went back to qualifying. You know what I mean? That some I'm I'm sure there's one group of people think, that say I don't think they should have gone back to qualifying because both semis finished and they drove the full race. And they, they were twenty minutes too, so it wasn't. Yeah, but then race. the the extern the, the the factor that 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 messes this all up was that the tracks are completely different. You yeah, know what I mean? You should have just. So that's why it should have went back to seconds. qualifying for that. You know what I mean? So it should have went back to qualifying. No, no, but it, like it would have been so that Igon would have won, Ongar a second, then uh, I can't remember who it was. I think it was uh, Kanas would have been third. So it would have been A first, B second. So the times wouldn't have had any effect on it. It would have been. Or at least, like, if this isn't happy for everyone, you would have done what once was done at the EFRA warm-up, a Euros warm-up, where there were two winners. So the guys, both who won the semi finished first, and then the guys who finished second in the semis finished third, so they had shared position. That's also one way to do it. So I think that could have been fair. Obviously, messes up like the trophies and stuff. So I prefer the A first, B second method. Uh, then sort of after that you separate them. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. I I think you know who the big winner in all of this was Johnny Skidmore. He kind of was, but actually that's a e good segue to the fact that there was one X-ray in top fifteen after qualifying. And after the final results, there were, I believe, five or four, at least four X-rays in the top twelve. If he would have, um, if he would have, uh, if he would have went the the original way, he would have finished third, right? Like if he would have just done it like with all the mains, with like times, yeah. yeah, with times, he would have finished third, and then I believe. Which, which I don't think, I don't, you know, which, which wouldn't have been, he was not on third place all week, but then he, with, even with the thing, okay, he did lose a little bit. He ended up in fifth. I think he goes home happy with a fifth or third because he wasn't really on, oh, yeah. on point this he weekend. He wasn't at the warm up first this big yeah. race with x-ray. And like, to me, it's, it's incredible how perfectly, like the rain was a, like a straight up gift to x-ray because. Like I said, oh, Coelho so up one in car, seventh. One car, you yeah, know, one car in top fifteen after qualifying, and in final results they had five cars in the top twelve. That's crazy, crazy. So that's that's insane. Like crazy. Even S Works, who did pretty well all throughout the event, they had, they just had three cars mm -hmm. in the top mm -hmm. twelve, and wow. like H HB had uh, one. Uh, Techno one, Associated one, and uh, Mugen one. 
But that's like the distribution is crazy. Like that was like, rain. Rain straight up was like, "Hey, like X-ray, your weekend was saved." <laughs> yeah. Speaking of X-ray, I was looking at the pictures. They had like we've been saying in Europe, they had a S-Works had a slightly smaller team there, but man, X-ray had a squad there. But see, yeah. a lot we of guys from Portugal came going as going well. So, all right. So, in your opinion, did the best man win this weekend? Like, it no. just seems like Angaro figures out a way to win no matter what. Yeah, it's it's kind of silly because this was sort of uh, Robert Batia's thing uh, before as well. Like, he would always, like, even though he was off a weekend, like in sort of 2000. 11 2014 would so, somehow always end up winning the mm-hmm. warm-ups and these sort of not euros but the other races uh so this is sort of ongaro now it seems to just always win like yeah like nowhere in the or something and then yeah. like barely barely like made the main and then just wins by a lap i i gotta be honest if they actually ran on dry and ran mm-hmm. a 60 minute main you don't think you would have won Actually, I think I don't could think have. I think I, think I honestly, could have, but I still would have picked Canas over him, dude. I think he just got lucky. He just got lucky. It got slippery. I'm not, I'm he was out so there sure. having fun. The rain helped him so much. Times. Look, I've seen th- it look, too many times. Look, like, the early, in, in my opinion, in my opinion, the only person on that podium that deserved, and there's no disrespect to Yannick Igoan, and there's no disrespect to. Uh, Angaro, the only person on that three-person podium that I feel earned that this weekend is freaking um, Barufalo, because he was the second fastest guy all weekend. Yeah, Simple. I, I got to be honest, I, I really can't argue with that. I because I go and got a bit bit of a gift in the rain. I, all of the X-rays seem very fast. In the they rain got a gift with just the way they scored it, not with just the rain. Because even if it wasn't for the rain, like if they didn't put factor in the two different, if they went by times, he was way down in tenth. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, but I mean that kind of too. But I mean, if it wasn't raining, Igon would have been finishing like tenth, you know, on the race. Like, yeah, I I'd be surprised if drivers like Skidmore and Bruno and all these guys would have even made the main, because like, like he was it's like it's complete sort of opposite on the rain. And uh, yeah, yeah, I mean boots and then guys were so yeah, boots, boots yeah. so off pace yeah, with the boots. Barton. I was just like, oh my god, like oh, I'm just thinking like these guys are like. Zankatine, all these guys who had such a good weekend and it comes down to Wabba yeah. and it just gets screwed. Uh, so unfortunately, we, a very lackluster finish to what could have been a great race. We was highly yeah, well, upset. Let's be honest. It. The, the, we, we have been sort of pretty much ranting for an hour about all the things that are wrong about this race. So I don't think it would have been that great of a race. But at least No, I think the racing would have been great had, it, uh, yeah. had we got okay, a chance yeah. to see it. Yeah, you know what I mean? What I agree with, yeah. So uh, we got we the weather robbed us of that. Uh, something I did notice too, real quick before we, we kind of move on is, uh, I think in, t- I'm not sure, but I think in 2020 they were treating the track with like sugar water, hot sugar water, yeah, I, and this year they I'm went to sure. oil. Yes, and I don't know if you I hate oil. I like oil. Yeah, but you I'm don't okay with care oil. About the fact that it pollutes like that. It does not pollute the environment. It does. <laughs> so every time you eat that stuff, you're polluting the environment when you no, poop it out, right? It's going through your body. Your body breaks it down, and then you. Oh, so you're just polluting your body. Toilet. So we shouldn't no. be eating that stuff. Keenan, 
the things like if you put silicon oil in water it doesn't mix if you put is that silicon oil, oil this water, is cooking oil mix. canola oil yeah. this okay. comes from okay canola Keenan, plants you, okay keenan now after we're done recording you go home you take a bottle of cooking oil okay you take first you take a glass of water you fill it with water and then you put cooking oil in it see if it no. mixes or not it does not mix yeah, it doesn't mean it damages exactly. the. It do, that's the whole point. So it doesn't get wet. It doesn't mean it damages no, the. No, but it, it it covers the water. It doesn't mix. It doesn't soak into the in the environment. If it would soak, it would actually be almost okay. In very small quantities, it can be okay. Dude, but we're talking about junk. One little is, patch of earth in the whole no, big earth. Like, we're talking about a pin, like a pin, a pin tip. No, but oil is oil goes everywhere, and you can't get oil out so easily. And this, this stuff is, is biodegradable. This isn't, isn't shock oil and all this stuff. This is cooking oil. Anyway, we're not yeah, having this argument today. It has dirt on it. it it's 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 food, junk. food, dirt, food, food, food. Keenan, you don't know about this stuff. You can't argue. <laughs> I don't want to argue. Um, but yeah, I just noticed that that probably that's the first thing I said. Oh, but as soon as I got wet, I got so slippery. I'm like, well, it's an oil track. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. I think, I just think, hey, it's just one of them things that happen. A lot of guys, I'll be happy. A lot of guys go home happy with the with the finishes that they got. Coelho, Igon, I think the Skidmores, even though the Skidmore would have been in third, he did lose. He would have been in third if it would have went to times. Yeah, but I mean, and, I, like, but at the, the end of the day, like, of who win, who lose, I mean. Uh, yeah, it's kind of, but it's kind of, it's kind of. Uh, I think Skidmore was like, I don't think he was even top 10 after Quali. And so if he finishes top five, he's a winner automatically. You know, like mm-hmm. on dry, he definitely would have had been fifth. I'm pretty yeah. sure of that. Well, I I don't. Unfortunately, we didn't get to see that race. And yeah. something has to be done. We need, we need a, a covered race in Europe. And we need another big race in Europe where I don't know I what don't the know, answer is. I don't know if covered is needed, though. I mean, this race is held like, like OK, it's historical. It's been held in January for ages. But like, if you hold a hold a race in January, it's obviously gonna get like not that great of a weather. So I don't think like in, there's a lot of places in Europe where you can hold a race and and you you're not gonna have to be afraid. But we of can't it. have it raining out like this, Max. That's the great huh? thing about Neo Buggy. You had a race, no matter rain, blow or shine. That's why people flock. That's why people go to the race time events. It's a race, rain, blow or shine. No, but you I know mean, what I mean. Like go to south of Spain uh, on sort of summertime. I don't, I have seen I have probably never seen it rain in, in Spain. Well, we're also talking about winter time in south of France. Yeah, so it's probably gonna yeah, rain. Okay. Yeah, but like in general, I don't think covered races are needed. I think it's better to go to existing tracks than just do what's happening in the East Coast in America. Because let's be honest, like tracks are dying out in the East Coast. That's that's what I feel like. No, actually they're not. There's quite a lot. No, but they, all of them must do small clubs like few guys are holding it like there's a lot of like there's some big venues like the, the one that hold held the nats and stuff like that but they aren't like clubs in america it's just a track and the driver's stand mostly there's no such thing as clubs in america. Into, you don't have clubs track. per se in america they have tracks yeah yeah um so yeah i don't know man just kind of disappointed with that end of the race obviously nobody's fault but yeah a lot of hype and then just just kind of a lot of behind the ball. It's I, I tell you what, it's like they forgot how to run a how to run a race in two years without yeah. doing it. 
it seemed like a little bit. And when I mean by that, and just like I have to, I have to reiterate, I was very disappointed. Actually, with, they forgot with the coverage one year because they had a race in 2020, so they just had oh, one did they? year off. Yeah. Well, no, they had two, so they had to. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're one right, year right. off, so two years in between. But yeah. 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 All right. Well, moving on. Uh, I enjoyed the little bit that I did see, and I look forward to this race every year. I'm disappointed as a race fan that we didn't get to see it. We also yeah. hyped it up for a lot for our American listeners. So they got to look, they didn't get to see the full excitement of the race either. So it was just kind of like, oh, I'm so frustrated with this, you know, because yeah. we, we oh, talked by the about way, it so actually, much. I, we've been dissing the media, but I got to give shout out to how Chris from Circus RC takes pictures under the hoods, everything like that. He oh, yeah, I was looking at today. At that. I miss it. Like, it's, 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 it's like, like, that's what was so great, in my opinion, about Neo and Red RC, because you could see like the vent, the atmosphere at the vent. And this is like this part. Chris does perfectly. Like he he doesn't he isn't English, he, he isn't that great at English, so he can't write like Phil or mm-hmm. uh guys from Red RC could. But the fo- the photos, the under the hoods, all of that stuff, he has down to a T. So mm-hmm. uh, especially in America, I'd like to see more of this. Like sort of this Oh, he'll be there. Of... He'll be there for DNC. I hope so. No, he's gonna be there. I, I saw that he's gonna be there, so that'd be good. Oh, Chris, yeah, Chris, uh, yeah, yeah, Chris, but I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. American sort of american rc media this is sort of what was like i think this is sort of what live rc has been missing they got a lot of other stuff down pretty well yeah it was it was funny you that, said that because i was great. i was just going through that today this morning as i was doing um notes for this this podcast i was just you know flicking through his videos yeah. and stuff like that well not videos definitely look we know like, i'm not gonna lie he can do his live walk arounds and like vlogs for the french people yeah. that's cool but like he's not a streamer and it takes more than, he, yeah. he did his best and rc mag probably could have done better but you know it is what it is it seems like everything kind of to me it seems like everything kind of rushed in at the last minute as well so yeah um all right well let's go on because you had something you wanted to talk about on our dawn and quiet this came from our discord chat uh which is almost at 400 members if you guys want to be a part of the discussion joined the nnrc discord uh lots of rc discussion lots of other things going on there i started a star wars channel if anybody wants to i've not been as active lately i've been kind of busy at home so once i get home i probably put my phone on for a lot but uh this comes from one of our in one of our discord channels which is called which is called what grinds your gears so this is basically a place where you can rant and say some stuff or whatever you want that's on your mind. So one of the guys goes, I was discussing with a friend the other weekend, the noticeable, de- noticeable decline in racecraft and awareness of people in recent years. He mentioned the change in race format as a reason why. Due to people only getting one actual race on a race day, the main, people forgot forget how to race around people or they don't know what to expect from others doing a race. Since with 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 qualifying you only race a stopwatch not each other it really made sense and i think he's spot on so how do you fix it ends up qualifying races or heats it was just it was just common it was a common way back then and then it just stopped being normal at some point what's your thoughts so you like yeah i think so i like what he said here because this is something i probably have i don't think i have ever bought this sort of angle of it up but there's more to race formats than just track time and enjoyment and ease of for the driver. There's also the sort of like culture of driving because you could see at an AMS, like they had that Super Bowl race. 
people were taking them each other out like left and right. I was like, what the hell is going on here? Because when it's a long main in, in off-road, uh, in nitro off-road, people sort of know, okay, I have like long time, I'll drive car, it's a long main. But now when the main was shortened, these people sort of didn't understand how to drive anymore. Like I saw, like even the pros, like everyone was hitting barriers. People were driving broken cars, Lutch finished the race with like no front end pretty much. Like on Shruggy, yeah. <laughs> it was it was a huge carnage, like fun to look at, but not very pretty. So I think I think this sort of, especially in America, because in Europe we have semis, then we have the main, and mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of like different stuff here. In America, it's qualifiers, and then you wait a day, and then you run for thirty minutes. There isn't much time where you have those starts and then sort of balance each other out, have those long battles. And also the t- tracks in America generally are more either bumpy or more technical. So you don't get those side-by-side racing as much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. this is more of an American issue. I Because in Europe, I think the racing hasn't changed in my lifetime at least. Because, well, I don't, I mean, Joseph said it once, but like the Southern Europeans aren't that nice to drive around right right a little rough like you know i get that i get that but that's that's sort of that's that's different from like racecraft and 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 that because in america i see like cornets like straight up cornets like people blowing out and well i think that's sort of that's one definitely this sort of assessment of the issue Mm -hmm. i think is valid i i I would agree with that too but let's add something else in her um rules and regulations you guys actually have them in uh, in europe and you use them and you have functioning uh functioning federations and each country has their functioning federation when in america there's nothing there's raw that does nothing and so you go to these races and they don't have rds and people people are just bought up on bad bad habits like if you come in and don't know that hey i'm not supposed to give like i'm not you know like I'm getting lapped her. You shouldn't, I shouldn't race you or something like that. Or, you know, rough, look, Robin's racing. We're going to be racing. We're going to touch. We're going to rob and all that stuff, but all out carnage because there's, there's no regulation. There's no, people only learn this from the, they learn from the track. So when there's no repercussions, they just going to take it to the next big race. And at that big race, there's not going to be any repercussions either because there's no RD looking out for that, you know, because it's too busy just trying to get the race going and done because it's 909,000 entries. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what it comes down to. It's so, habit. Yeah, People so just don't know races, how to race anymore. Yeah. The, the big races for sure. This is sort of the issue that you get not enough track time. And most of these people run five minute mains. Like mm-hmm. a lot of these Nitro guys. Run oh, longer than that. Minute main or... 10 minute mains at the most, maybe. I think it's I 10 remember, minute lower mains. I remember at watching seven and a half minute main at the end. Possibly if it's like, if it's like 10,000 entries. Yes. Yeah, it's it's but I mean I've seen it like people have run below ten minute mains at times on nitro, mm-hmm. which is silly. It's just like no, that's not not that shouldn't be the case. But I think this issue goes down to levels below that as well, and this is sort of the abundance of classes. Because I went to a few club races. Well, I've gone to a, a plenty of club races in America. Uh, a lot of times it's actually like there's barely ten entries in every class on these mm-hmm. smaller events. So what ends up happening is you have eight or nine guys on the track. It's much less likely that you'll find someone who's the same speed as you. So even though you're racing with these guys for like, let's say club race at three mains or something, mm-hmm. there's none who is like your speed because there's like 12 classes. So everyone's like picking one or two classes. 
So instead, if everyone just ran Nitro Buggy or eBuggy, or you had two classes, you'd have like 40 or even 50 drivers per class. So it's much more likely that you will find a driver who's at the same level as you are. And then you guys can battle it out in the main and uh, actually get to sort of race craft growing because most guys sort of first go to club level, then they join a big race and then they maybe become pro or just be hobbyists or anything, anything of that. But it starts on a club level. And I think this is one of the biggest issues as well. It's just, I've been to races where uh, like it's it's like eight drive eight, eight eight car mains and at, at at Paris like the main for where Ron and fucking these guys were at like there was like six cars in the main like mm-hmm. like if you're a driver trying to sort of grow your racecraft it's it's you're you're just not gonna find a guy who's the same speed as you you can't really battle with anyone you're either really much faster or really much slower so I think this is definitely definitely one of the issues as well on the club level just having so many classes and you don't really you don't really get comfortable driving around other cars on the track and like open practice and stuff like this as well because it's like slashes druggies everything is sort of mixed so you just sort of trying to get around mm-hmm. cars instead of like in europe it's control practice so you see like okay this guy's a bit faster than me i'll let him buy and follow him look at his lines you know you don't you, you don't have that in any big race on practice day no way. Not with open trying practice. to get around the slashes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The open practice I'm talking here. So that those like there's a lot of things that are like that make this end result happen. But I think the assessment is completely right. Mm-hmm. Not racing with each other. I'm not trusting each other enough. Not knowing what yeah. that person's gonna do. I could agree with that. And let, let's add something else on her too. Everybody wants that fancy dancy Facebook post. Everybody yeah. wants a podium, man. They they want that they want that podium and they want that 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 yeah, result that for that resume podium spot. Yeah, <laughs> they want that that resume spot too. So it, it's 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 because that's all that's the that's the real war right there, the best post on yeah. Facebook. You know. Yeah. So then you get your thirty percent off deal. And this is all part of the, the of business. Stuff. Yeah, all part of the business uh, plan of the industry. You know. So yeah. Good stuff. All right. Well, quick part today. Uh, I hope you guys liked our befuddled assessment of Montpellier. Uh, also, one more thing. I see Motorama is happening this weekend. Big electric race. I saw Scott Yerns is headed out there. Uh, it's uh, all an all electric, and it's held along other, alongside other full scale stuff, I believe, as well, or like a whole hobby. They have everything there, like scale trucks. Then they have like full scale racing, all this type of stuff. So good luck to everybody going out uh, racing at Motoroma this weekend. Um, yeah, big race uh, this weekend at Rev. That's where I'll be this weekend. Revelation looks like. Yeah, you're going to DNC. Yeah, so Lefties be excited. Back in America. Seen like, yeah. You, yeah. you were be- last year though. You, so you haven't had that big of a gap. I was lost abroad in 2019 2019 like, yeah yeah at, at the thunder rally so that's been a while yeah it's gonna be good to go back to california i can't wait yeah, rev's I'd gonna be to go. rev's probably gonna be off the hook on saturday lots yeah. of all the international guys are coming in and all that stuff so yeah good stuff man anyway max i know you gotta go everybody thank you for your time yeah. we greatly appreciate it shout out to all the nnrc squad around the world we can't do without you guys thank you for the support we greatly appreciate it People are liking you now, homeless one. 
that's good <laughs> i love that Very good. i went to arrogant from arrogant to homeless i don't know if it's worse or better yeah that's how i feel on a day <laughs> you know some at soon you have another name her scene so don't worry yeah. uh sh- <laughs> thank you uh, lo- lots of love and thank you to all the nr nnrc squad around the world love you guys thank you for the love we greatly appreciate it man yeah. shout out to all the patrons of the podcast we can't do it without you guys again an extra mile we greatly appreciate it we've been pretty i've been pretty active on the patron yeah. pod yeah, uh, patreon page last yeah. patreon only podcast it was actually yeah. great we had a good good sesh just talking chilling with lefty so that was great i also got some some um feedback some positive feedback so that was nice to hear yeah. from you got a lot of positive feedback we're gonna have you're gonna be one later on this week because you're gonna be answering some questions and uh actually yeah. our guest this week should be hopefully johnny skidmore so we're gonna talk to him about yeah. his third fifth place position his recent changes and all that good stuff we got our background music daydreaming playing in the background is that a, you, you know, know what give today's, you today's podcast was a bit negative we had we had so many, too many negative news so we need to no, the race wasn't that great dude like it from wasn't. like i mean it is from from is. you know what and not only yeah. that i heard that like a lot of people were kind of upset with this race just how it went yeah, and, and all that type of stuff and we have to be fair we have to be fair when we land base a, a, a race in America for not having coverage or, you know, we go after Dave yeah. for not having coverage or something like that. We, we have to be fair. And I have to be fair. Like I want to watch these guys race. I want to work out a way we can get this race to more, to, for more views, viewers. Let's figure out how we can get some English announcers there so people can understand what's going on. Cause this is a great race and I want to see people yeah. get excited about it. So it's not about dissing the race. It's about let's, make this awesome race better for everybody to yeah. share. In I'd that. like to, I'd like to see Efra getting more involved the brands working with Efra. This I is think, where Efra could have helped did. out a lot. Yeah. Like, yeah. Maybe I the think, French, think, maybe the French organization doesn't want to work with them. Who knows? So that's a whole yeah, other thing, know. you know, but I mean, knows? I think what they, what they already did last year, sort of English commentary of, of these races. I think that that is definitely needed. I'd, I'd be very happy to see that in the future. I think tomorrow is going to be better for RC. I hope so. For sure for sure all right well like i said uh thank you all to the patrons we got we always go off on a tangent if you wish to be a patron yeah. there's a link in the written description we can't do this without the awesome sponsors of the podcast they remember everybody showing the sponsors some love shows the podcast some love there's coupon codes there's affiliate links if you could use some of those we got a slice of that we greatly appreciate it shout out to invisible speed tzo tires high tech rc tnr fuels beach rc techno rc lugs tires Mayako, JQSM, G-Spec RC Tuning, Papa Willie's Tractionic, Racecraft USA, Clinic RC, JTP RC, RCGP, House of RC, shout out to my boy RC Kevin, the Viking, the Doctor, Doctor, uh, Doctor Hagberg, Alex Hagberg, you know, you all know who the Viking is, good to see that the Spaniard is coming to DNC, happy to see that, Max, anything to say before we sign out her, out of her good buddy? Nothing much. Just uh, enjoy RC. That's always. Yeah, RC is awesome. And meet new people. And you can meet new people on the NNRC, on the NNRC Discord. Discord. And you can talk <laughs> about anything. So, if that said, Max and Lefty, we're out to later on this week. Another podcast should be dropping on Friday. I can make podcasts happen even when I'm on the airplane. You know what I mean? So, wow. Yeah, really. With that said, Max and Lefty, we're out. You guys have a good one and um, 
We'll talk to you later on this week.